jam and I fight to live my life without complacent assholes who just want to fight about something, about nothing. And you can do what you do, but that doesn't make it like you're fucking dead. And you judge, you're emphatic, you're opinion, you're both fun. I'm all goddamn with you, the right. Let your own sentence show you what's right. Where's all the values you left behind? Where's your wrong? You go blind. Someone strike, but where's the unity? Show after show, you know I thought I'd see it go and I'd fight. Take it back and show these idiots. Just as they laugh between the horns and the breakdown. So much more than in your rubber and balls and single books. In the crowd, next generation, the next big crowd. It doesn't matter how rough they've all the score. They're getting a trip as you were born. Where's all the values you left behind? Where's your ball? And welcome back to this midweek hangout that we're doing now forever. You're all contractually obligated to listen to this a thousand fucking times. Once again, it's your boy Brian from the Movie Mayhem Podcast. Joining me from quarantine and New York State lockdown is... One of my best friends. Actually, maybe, maybe the number one on the deck chart. Definitely the ace of the staff. Wow. Yeah, right. right? Now you know. So <laughs> I've been waiting to tell you in podcast form. <laughs> but here he is, my my good buddy, my best friend, Mike Flanagan, joining us from his brand new apartment in with, in Queens. I'm not going to give the Sorry, exact location. <laughs> keep you safe. I keep it secret, actually, for... Uh... Yeah, security purposes. Yeah, that's right. So. You're hot on the uh, on the social media trail. They don't want to. You can't let them find you. Exactly. That's right. So, Mike. So we've been we've been talking. We've been catching up. We haven't seen each other in a little while. You know, we have both been we both had big moves. We both uh, yeah. also have been locked down. So it's been a little bit. <laughs> but I'm glad you join uh, joining me on this uh, stupid adventure that I'm doing here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I was uh, really excited to do this. Yep. And uh, so. What like what we've been doing, and, and as I said, we kind of just bouncing topics around just to kind of get the get the wheels moving because we've all kind of been in in park lately, and so it's just good to spin the wheels, talk everything out, get the gas going. So one thing I want to ask you, and uh, and one of the last times we did see each other was after Star Wars. Do you think people are overreacting, underreacting, or just need something else to kind of complain about with? the whole sequel trilogy, how it was good or bad or where do you, where do you lie? Uh, so do you want like my opinion or do you yeah. want like, uh, how I think other people are reacting? Well, I would like your opinion, of course, to how you, okay. how you felt about the, from seven to nine. And then also your personal feelings on if people are overreacting and stuff like that. Like, you know, just okay. give them, give them hell or don't, you know, if, wherever you lie. All right, I'm with it. So I would start off by saying that, uh, the Rise of Skywalker is the only Star Wars movie that I did not see in theaters multiple times. Wow. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, every other one I saw at least three, I think, since I've been able to go see them. Okay. You know? um, so, yeah. The, you know, part of it was uh, my personal opinion on it, which I thought it was okay. Yeah, to quote a friend of ours, Chris Anderley, I can't <laughs> how okay of a movie that was. Like it was, it was just like okay. Um, that was my personal feeling on it. Now, uh, I thought all the new ones were pretty cool. I actually kind of rewatched them because um, I have nothing to do. So I, uh, you know, like usually like one thirty in the morning, I'm like, yeah, I think I should probably try and watch like the Last Jedi right now. Like, right. Yeah. Um. So I think they're all rewatchable. I'm excited to kind of watch them all in uh, order. Did you see on uh, YouTube someone put up all nine going simultaneously? So it's like it's in one frame broken into nine separate squares and they're all playing at the same time. That would have to give you like a, a brain anger. <laughs> Just like that's a lot. That's a lot to keep up. <laughs> it's weird also um, to see like the effects sandwich where it's like, super green screeny then it's like the 70s and then it's oh yeah now so it's like like actually yeah that's pretty interesting i'm gonna have to try and look that up that's pretty cool yeah. um but 
uh, yeah, so I, I thought overall they're all okay. Um, you know, I think one of the issues they suffer from is that people are so fucking excited that when you finally, get, you know, it's, it's like anything, like everybody's all like, like New Year's Eve, right? right? Uh, like New Year's Eve, like, oh, this is great, we're going to go out, we're going to like, you know, I'm going to see all these people, we're going to go to this party, we're going to go to this bar, we're going to do this. And you get there and you're like, all right, I'm here. Like, this is what we're doing today. So, right. you know, one thing like mind-blowing, um, in my opinion. No, yeah. It's like New Year's Eve where it's like, it's hard enough for me to get a drink at this one bar. I'm going to go to like eight other ones. Like, f- fuck this. Like, Right, yeah. yeah. I guess this is a pain in the butt. Like, I'd rather sit at home and, you know, crush beers and watch, you know, whoever, Anderson Cooper. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I haven't been off of New Year's Eve in like four years, so. You're not missing much. <laughs> Um, yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> In terms of like other people, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I feel like even be- as a group of humans, and I include myself in this, Star Wars fans are the least satisfied in the world. Um, you could literally like, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, hey, you can now stream, like, every Star Wars movie in, like, 4K, and everyone's like, yeah, but it's still not the one that was in theaters in 1977. Right. <laughs> Relax. Like, what are you... Why are you doing this, you know? Yeah, you're paying, my... like, $6 a month, and you can watch Star Wars as much as you want. Like, right. why? And they're constantly churning out, like, new content, like, mm-hmm. so just fucking cool it, man. Just enjoy it. And I think people, like, refuse to do that. Um, you know, they want to, like, nitpick everything, and then you know, pre prior to the movies coming out, I was like dicking around on Reddit a lot, like for theories and things like that. And once they came out, I like, immediately stopped. Right. This is just like, you know, it's like really stupid shit. Like, do it. You know, having a female lead in the movies is not why I didn't think they were great. I just thought they weren't that well written. I thought they were all kind of like derivative, and they're fun to watch. Right. That's they're they're like I'll sit there and watch them like oh it's fucking good, but you know I don't think there are like any like earth shattering things in them, um, and I think the fact that people like point to that as like an issue is really stupid. And if that's how you feel, I mean you can go fuck yourself. I can give myself a number on air if you want. Um, like, <laughs> way to look at the world, um, but uh, yeah, I mean I think you, know, you can sit on Reddit and just spew mean shit all day about whatever you want, you know, and sign up for forty different usernames and be tank a movie. Right, is is really uh, stupid and like a waste <laughs> of everyone's time. Um, so that's why, like, I I enjoy reading like, hey, like, oh, we saw this like little clip in, yeah, you see, like, uh, I'm assuming we can talk spoilers, right? Of course, of course, anything you want, any the theaters, right? Where it's, it's the free. movie movie came out last year. All right, my wife hasn't seen it yet, so Uh-oh. she's I don't think she can hear me. So that's <laughs> what I mean. I saw it with you, right? We see it. She's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> to go back <laughs> um but anyway like you know like when you saw the previews and like dark ray came out everybody was like oh holy shit you know what is what does this mean this is gonna be really cool and that was interesting and then when it came out and everyone's like what a dog shit piece of writing fuck this guy like i was like all right well you don't have to be that serious about it, like, it's, <laughs> it at the end of the day it's a movie right you know, um, yes, I take it incredibly seriously, but not to like, I'm not going to go online and complain to strangers about it. I'll come on here and do it. Um, so yeah, that's it. Like when uh, we did our review of it, uh, I think like two days after we saw the movie, like w- when we came out, I even said, it's like, yeah, it's fine. Like it's like, it's, it's very, it's a fluffy movie. Like it's the most fluffy Star Wars yeah. I've ever seen. And then like after that, it was just like, it kind of like any like hostility I may have had towards it. Like, oh, this didn't make sense. I'm like, kind of like that, but whatever, it's over and done with. And right. I've had people at work and my job just nonstop go after it. And like, it's, it's over. I'm kind of focusing on the next thing I'm going to spend my money on, which I think was a Marvel movie. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like there's so many of them. I, I forget. Although I am having signed up for Disney plus, I am really excited to, uh, at some point, and now I guess I can't really make the excuse at the time to actually get through <laughs> oh. all the Marvel movies. Oh boy, that's uh. I, I fell off pretty hard. I feel like the last one I saw in theaters was like the first Avengers. Yeah, I went with you. I went with you on that. Yeah, I was gonna say like we we that, went. Yeah. And that was my second time seeing the movie with you. <laughs> so like, I feel like I have a lot of. I've seen like you know 
them on like tv and shit but i've never like focused on them dude i gotta tell like i gotta tell you like that was like it was up until a point it was the best commitment i made it's like this is like worth the 10 years of movie like the 22 movies leading up to it came up to like one moment i was like yeah this is fucking great and then after that it's like well now what am i gonna do (laughs) like what's like what's what's to follow this and I think, too, to tie that into the initial question there, like, I feel like a lot of people have that happen with Star Wars. Yeah. I was joking about it, like, on after we got out of the movie, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I've literally been waiting 31 years for this. Like, I've been watching these movies as, for as long as I can remember. Um, you know, and now it's, like, done. Like, not, not done, but <laughs> right. it's done. It's it. Yeah, it's quote-unquote um, definitive. It's the Skywalker, Skywalker saga is definitively done. So now right, what's until next? Until yeah. they need a cash infusion and I'll just bang one out real quick. Right. Um, that's, they want to, they want to buy Spider-Man. So they got to make four more Star Wars movies. Yeah. To get, like go over the edge. They're like, uh, J. Jonah Jameson is yelling about trying to buy Spider-Man. You know, so <laughs> want, like actual Spider-Man. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's this, this, you know, commitment you make and then it's done. You're like, all right, well, <laughs> that's it like okay you know you're you're almost bound to be disappointed in those situations so i think that's where a lot of the anger or you know dumb shit like that that people are spewing out yeah uh, okay all right yeah i mean (laughs) because i know you're one of like the most like dedicated star wars fans that i know but you're also not like you're you're not a negative star wars fan either because i've seen people who've like turned very sour to certain things like you'll admit when a movie is bad and then some oh, people yeah. will be like, well, you know, this movie, if you think about it in this way and you like kind of let it play out, it's good. Like you'll kind of call it down the line, which I tried to. Yeah. Which is very admirable. Yeah, I, I thought Solo was okay. Right. I think everyone else did too. Fucking incredible. <laughs> uh, that might be my favorite Star Wars movie. I thought that was like the best one. Which one are you broke up? Oh, sorry. Rogue One. Okay. I think that might be like my favorite that's i want i've rewatched like a million times it's just really interesting it's really different kind of um you know thing but yeah i'm like if my movie's bad i'm willing to tell you like yeah that was fucking terrible like, yeah because it's it's a, it's also a different style of a star wars movie it's not as it's not like this uh you know standard good guys versus bad guys thing it's like a it's basically it's a spy war movie where it's like no one ha- everyone's shades of gray and not black and white right absolutely yeah. and like one of the cool things that i thought somebody I read online somewhere made this uh, comment about like the Mandalorian stuff too, is that it's just like JJ Abrams playing with action figures, uh, uh, Dave Filoni playing with action figures. Right. Like, yeah. That's probably why Rogue One is so cool. Cause like <laughs> when you were, when I was a kid, at least like my favorite, like star Wars toys were not like, you know, Luke and Han and shit like that. It was right. like a random rebel guy who came with like the playset, didn't have a name. And you could just be like, Oh, this is like so-and-so. And that was, whoever and you made all that shit up on your own right you you had the chance to create your own star wars story so right it, like and like you go like okay well the only toys i have are a tie fighter this uh like an at walker and maybe maybe an x-wing or like pieces of an x-wing and i can make right. a whole story out of this yeah and I, and I feel like i feel like also that would be the best kind of star wars story that like if they just kind of come up and be like yeah we just made it up it's not on anything here Right, and that's what happened with. That's how I feel like Rogue One like was created. Yeah. It was like, okay, we have we have to get the Death Star plans. Right. Like, here's what we have to work with. Let's let's go for it and see what we can do. And I think that's why it came out being. Uh, we have one sentence in a scroll. Let's go right. nuts. Exactly, <laughs> and like you know, that's exactly what we like. I would have done as a kid, like playing around, like okay, well, this is the guy who actually had them, and like you know, he's he stole a Tide Fighter, did all this other shit, and like you know, yeah. it's way more fun. Yeah. So, that's why personally like for me i mean i'm sure other people look differently but for me that's why i like uh i like rogue one so much and you know i think if they keep doing stories like that they can keep people interested i think the mandalorian is fucking great yeah uh, uh, i am caught up on the clone wars okay this is awesome i know you don't usually watch it no uh, i i have to start the whole thing like yeah it's it's pretty worth it it goes by really quick okay uh the first season like doesn't follow a linear timeline Okay. Which hmm. is confusing. And then the second season does. Hmm. It's like the first episode of the series is like timeline wise, like set somewhere in the middle of like the second season. Like it's weird. Um, but 
it's worth watching. The new ones that have come out this year, this new like season they're doing, right. are really really cool. Like movies, not TV shows. Really? Okay. And it can be a little bit childish at times, and it's aimed at children or whatever. But um, it also takes some like grim turns. Really. Like, kidnapping for sensitive children storyline like yeah oh fuck so, That's some... it, it was very weird to like have it on i was like oh yeah okay like you know cool like here's like you know cartoon hack and skywalker fighting the lightsaber at school and i'm like oh oh my god they're kidnapping and murdering children like that's <laughs> happening and oh my oh my god like uh, spoiler for season that's three. all right uh a lot happens you forget it was even gone um but yeah like that's pretty cool i watched that rebel show too i okay. didn't love that much I think that was more geared to kids, like, more like... Yeah, very, that was very much geared to kids. I was like, okay, I'm kind of... Yeah, that, I think, I think Rebels was the first, like, Disney-owned Star Wars property. Like, that was the thing, they, yeah. the first thing they came out with. Yeah, it was, it was interesting, but it was more just, like, I watched it before uh, Rise of Skywalker came out, because I was, like, starved for any kind of actual Star, Star Wars content. Yeah. Um... So I was like, I'll just watch this, whatever. So it was, you know, it's, it's something. Free time, right? It's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to kill you on free time. Like the, the stuff I've watched on free time is like, oof, like I would never like gear up to this. <laughs> I haven't been, uh, I've rewatched Cheers actually. Oh, okay. well, um, you know, I think I'm just starved for, uh, like I figure from doing virtual friendship anyway. Right. Everything's on Zoom and uh, house party and all that kind of shit now. Um, I might as well like watch TV. And be like, yeah, I'm at the bar. This is fucking great. Like, you know. <laughs> it, it was it like that Family Guy thing where uh, like they have like Norman come in. It's like it's Norm and Peter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm like. I'm sitting on my couch alone at like two in the morning. Like Woody, you're cracking me up, man. You're really on point tonight. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened here. Um, thanks for bringing me to Kelly's birthday. That's right. always you know like stupid shit like that, but. Um, yeah, I guess it's just, uh, how we can stay safe. No, yeah. It's, yeah. Cause I've watched like, uh, the show, the league, I've re I've started to rewatch it, but what I've done is that I, I watch it before I go to bed. And okay. so all the episodes that I don't care for, I'm sleeping through. So when I wake up, it's like, Oh, okay. I'll watch this one. Oh, I'll just get cool. like, cause like it kind of loses its, uh, its edge in the middle seasons, I guess. Cause it's a show about fantasy football and they're like doing some dumb shit. And I'm like, I don't, I don't right. really care. <laughs> I actually work with a guy who looks just like Robbie from the league. Oh, really? It's very, yeah, it's very disconcerting. Uh, <laughs> but it's, All right. it's good. All right. Um, what is it? Uh, I hate to keep, like, I don't want to, like, switch topics. Like, it's not. Uh, no, no, no. But, like, that's also, like, a hard thing about, like, podcasting when you're, like, oh, I, I want to touch on topics, but you're, like, I also, like, we're friends, so I don't want to be, like, hey, <laughs> what, gotta, what else do we have here on the card? So my card says you're, uh,. <laughs> but uh no you're in a band you're in uh controlled substances yes you have a l you have an lp on Bandcamp right now or what's it uh yeah it's on Bandcamp and it's actually on spotify as well oh shit it's on spotify now yeah makes it um, a hell of a lot easier to find yes <laughs> much easier to find so, um, so now uh i'm sorry you're the lead singer you yes do you write song you you're are you so now uh, yeah primary lyricist as well um mm -hmm. we have couple of songs and, and we all you know contribute um you know i mean i can't write music right i'm looking at a bass guitar in my house right now that yeah it's not here psycho killer by talking heads like <laughs> um but yeah we all we all contribute um you know like ideas and, and lyrics and things like that so it's it's pretty pretty collaborative and it's cool um it's you know some very good buddies of mine that i've known for a really long time uh we're all a little bit older so we have some kind of like weird uh, not superpower knowledge, but like we all like know exactly what we want to sound like. We've okay. been in other bands before, and right? And you, so we all kind of have you, yeah, because you've had years of like listening to the music, and then maybe you also were in bands way before this too. And you, yes. like, you may have tried some things, and it may have not worked with this with this one group. But then you like like move on and mature, like that that helps out, like maybe with this other group. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I, I have been to. You know, it feels like 10,000 two-off band practices where you get, you know, five guys like, yeah, let's give it a shot. And you're right. like, oh, I really, this is not working. You know, <laughs> so then you do a bunch of those until you find one that works. And, um, 
you know, we had a few different uh, iterations of the band before we kind of solidified, um, you know, we're all good in their own ways kind of thing. Um, but, you know, once we all kind of came together and got on the same page, it uh, became something really cool. So it's really fun. Okay. And that, um, because I, I asked uh, Andrew Parker this on well, the last episode. Uh, he's in a he's in a band. He's right now in an Attack Attack cover band, which I think is more of a like a scream core kind of like metal type. And you're more hardcore punk. Uh, I don't I don't even like try to say what <laughs> say what it is because you know me and my music like when we when we first like started hanging out, my music taste was like I think I like Bruce Springsteen and Billy Joel, and that's it. But then, yeah, and Hootie and the Blowfish, yeah. yeah. I remember you were like, Yeah, I was like, Wow, this kid's a big Hootie and the Blowfish. I wanted to be a part of the Blowfish because, like, I I find like, like how you are with music because you're you always put up on your stories like different albums, different songs, it's kind of like different, like within uh, kind of like this pool of a genre that that you're comfortable with. Like, that's how I feel like with movies, okay. So, like, yeah, because like it's weird because I can't, I can't really like. I, I mean, I'm not going to be a weirdo and say I don't like music, but it's like, it's just something doesn't like connect with me where it's like, oh, like, I, like, how did you like come, like come to, is there any like, I don't say any like special like trick to it, but like any like thing that you could point to be like, I just got into it or like, you know. Um, I think, I mean, truthfully, one of the things I think played a huge impact on that front is that um, there was always, always, always music on in my house. Like always. Yeah. Um, not all of it good. <laughs> like I, my parents listened to a lot of really lame shit, I guess you could say. Um, but a lot of it was really cool. I mean, you know, we always had on like the Beach Boys or Springsteen in my house. Um, you know, uh, my parents are a little bit older than, than most 31 year olds. Uh, so we had a lot of really cool, like, you know, fifties and sixties stuff, like girl groups and things like that, all the Phil Spector stuff. Um, which is always, always on in my house. So it just kind of became natural, you know, um, it was just something I took to right away. And I have a personal tendency when I get into something, I get like really fucking into it. Um, (laughs) so, you know, dove deep into, uh, to music and things like that. And, um, you know, I think it's interesting. I think it's cool that like, uh, you can put uh, you know a record on or something and, and just be like, holy shit! Like this guy thought of this, right? Or like, she thought of that. Like, what was your thought process? Like, that's so cool. Like to come up with that line or like, you know, to, to change the chord that way and, and make a song sound a certain way. Like, I think that's fascinating. Um, so it's always kind of uh, trying to listen to something a little bit, you know, newer or different uh, than maybe my all the time wheelhouse. Okay. Uh, which is it's it's been cool it kind of keeps you going a little bit to hear what people are doing and um you know it, it does come and go right there i'm like wow i cannot settle on anything nothing is you know no songs no song no artist is doing it for me this week like just all same shit um and there are times where, like i'll come across a band and be like holy shit like i have to hear everything they've ever done because i think this is like outrageously good um so like i mean you said like you know i sing in like a hardcore punk band and that is my general wheelhouse um but i'm reading a biography of paul simon and i'm listening to like aggressive amounts of simon and garfunkel over the <laughs> i think that's the first time anyone's put aggressive and simon and garfunkel in the same sentence oh probably <laughs> yeah definitely so that's cool uh yeah that's my, that'll be my claim to fame yeah. um but like a lot of it and you know fitting times like you know being outside at all and like looking at like you know queen's boulevard which is usually super bustling and be like, wow, there's nobody here. And like a lot of the songs kind of fit that mood and things like that. So it's, you know, it's uh, there's no real trick to it. It's just sort of. Just com- like a commitment to it, right? It's like, it's just a commitment to the, I guess the artists are like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm trying to sound smart too. Like it's, that's the worst thing I could do. It's definitely, um, you know, it's, it's a commitment. Like I decided when I was a kid that I liked the Ramones and then I needed to immediately hear every single Ramones song that was ever put out um, and own enough Ramones shirts to wear one every day of the week if I wanted to. Like, Or to have a very good friend of mine buy me a sick Funko Pop of Go Your Ramones. Like, you're, that's, you're welcome. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like... Did I ever, yeah, tell, did I ever tell you the story of post the Joey Ramone Funko Pop? 
No. So when I heard it was coming out, I was looking. I was like, okay, well, I gotta find it. I, I specifically knew, like, I gotta get it from Mike. Like, he would fucking flip over for this. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like looking at like all the Funko like uh, Reddit boards and all. It's like, oh, it's coming out this time. It's like, okay, there was a like a comic book convention in Nassau Coliseum called Eternal Con. Mm-hmm. So okay. I went, I went there like with the whole like idea of promoting uh, movie mayhem. Like I printed out stickers. I had a whole bunch of shit. I had like I bought tickets for Matt, uh, Mikey, and my friend Nick. And like, all right, we're going around. We're gonna hand out these stickers. We're gonna talk to people. Get artists to like do us some shit. So we pull up to the Coliseum. I grab my backpack. I look in the thing. I'm like, oh, I, I don't. I forgot the stickers at home. So oh no. So I guess uh, let's just have fun, guys. <laughs> so we go in, and we're like, we're going around. And the first like every like toy seller is now selling like massive amounts of Funko Pops. So the first one I walk by, I see the Joey Ramone one. I'm like, hey, uh, give me that right now. And like. They're like, oh, you're not gonna ask him? Like, I don't care. Just, just give me the, give me the fucking thing. And, and like, I'm like, all right, great. This is fucking cool. Like, I got it. Like, like I'm pretty much done now. Like, I didn't think this was gonna happen. Right. Everything, everything's cool. And then I saw, I think I saw you later that week, and I gave it to you. I think you had like a one last house party before you moved in officially with. Is Hannah. that what it was? Yeah. One last. One last. One of the last of five days of flan. <laughs> wow. Well, I have a backyard again now, so let's. let's... The return. Yeah, maybe maybe it was a pause, not a, not, you know. So after I after I saw you, I was like, oh, like this is great, like, you know, it's probably a, like a rare find, whatever. So then I, I go to like check out, I go to buy more pops for myself, and I'm like, all right, well, let me go to this place, and then I see a whole row of Joy Ramone Funko <laughs> pops. I'm like, I could have just waited like one fucking week. <laughs> Right, and it would have been there, like, and, nice and Well, I appreciate it, and the fact that yeah. so much thought went into it, you know, means that makes it all the more special. It's And it's also weird, because, like, I, I try, like, with, like, and I even told you, like, uh, uh, when I gave you the post-wedding gift, the Paul O'Neill, it's like, oh, I, I'm, God. <laughs> like, I'm not That's trying to just one. buy toys for people, but then I see them, like, like, oh, I think they'd fucking enjoy this shit, like. Fuck yeah, dude. That's, <laughs> that Paul O'Neill thing is one of the coolest. It's still in, like, the Mylar packaging. Oh, Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to keep it like pristine. Nice. Put up on the bookshelf, and I like moved it back so it wouldn't get direct sunlight. Okay, not the yellowing. <laughs> like, gesture wildly with my hands here that nobody can see. But uh... dude, trust me, it's the it's a it's a podcast hand movement. Like, okay, I've I've hit the mic so many fucking times. Like, if you, if you listen to a certain episode, you're like bang, and it's just like a <laughs> tiny tap on the microphone too, because I have like windscreens and shit. So because I'm trying to be fancy. professional, but they're like five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so like you you'll hear like the hitting of the things because also it's it's just you you are comfortable talking with your hands right yeah makes sense oh man it's yeah but it's uh it's great because i do have your christmas gift in in my car actually still i actually have something for you too that i was gonna <laughs> mail to your house but it was like complicated so okay. i'm gonna mail to my house and then I, had to, I was like, I had to like fudge around with a bunch of stuff, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not comfortable with this. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna send it to me, and I'll, I'll give it to him. like, or I'll just put it in, the, you know, seems we'll probably never see each other in person again. <laughs> I'll probably just put it in the mail. I, I think, I think I may just, uh, just join this re- like reopen stuff and just go nuts, just start seeing yeah, people. Yeah, you're one of those guys. No, I, oh man, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking. It. And, and <laughs> lot, they're, real, they're speaking a lot like... of good truths, you know. <laughs> Uh, but, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about baseball, because it's, it's very hard to, because me and you are on two different sides of the track here, where I'm a Mets fan, and you're a Yankees fan, but somehow, I, I realize that I, I only have good conversations about baseball with Yankee fans, because Mets, <laughs> okay. Mets fans are fucking stupid. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I love talking about baseball with Mets fans. Oh, I really? like, living in Queens, like, I do it all the time. I, I think there's something like I think to eat like I think that's a perfect like positive and negative it's like like we eat like the only way like you can't have two positive sides of a battery like interact with each other right and so it's like we, you were just saying we eat were you gonna say like you eat the flats and I eat the drumsticks because that's like the most perfectly compatible compatible to humans on the planet oh really yeah dude think about it and, like if you order wings you gotta get a pretty decent mix of flats and, and drumsticks right like personally, I prefer drumsticks. Like that's that's my thing. My wife flats. 
So yeah, it really, there you go. And that's why you're married. Kind of, yeah, exactly. That, it works out, you know. <laughs> Everything works for a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love talking baseball to you. It's one of my favorite things. Um, you know, as much as I'm a Yankee fan, like, we went to St. Louis. Like, I'll yeah. watch like, a Cardinals game. I'll watch, you know, a Cincinnati Reds game. Uh, probably won't watch a Marlins game. Um, but I have yeah. to, I have to because they play against the Mets. It's the oh, worst. Right, right, it's the right. worst fucking like the, like feeling in the world to like see and especially if they win. Like if they beat the Mets now, it's like, ugh, what are you yeah, doing? But uh, no, yeah. With the with the lockdown, we may either get this weird like kind of Thunderdome season. I guess. I could you imagine like the the idea they floated of having everybody like live in a fucking bubble and <laughs> yeah. after each other was one of the craziest things i ever heard like i get that it's like a multi-billion dollar industry i get that like myself included you know everybody wants to watch who likes baseball and so right. but that just like a fucking biodome of like twenty thousand people like just to play baseball like that seems like a, a bit of much yeah like that when i heard that i was, I, I laughed at it but what I, was funnier was like the like, people who are calling into, like, the sports talk radio show, they're like, what's the big fucking deal? You know, they're, they're getting paid millions of dollars. And the host's like, yeah, but they're human beings. They're not here for our entertainment. It's like, you know, the military, they go away. It's like, yeah, but they the military signs up for that. They know right. what they're getting into. That's uh, why everyone hated the draft. Right. Yeah. Sign up for this? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. I, uh, that's like, you know, people like... Uh, get mad at like baseball players posting like stupid shit online i'm like it's a person right and it's a 20 year old kid exactly exactly it's like well like thank god like twitter wasn't really around when i was like 20 or like anything like that like this is like ridiculous like i said some dumb shit like i know i said dumb shit like i still say dumb shit but at least i record it now and put it out for the masses to hear that's right that's more important and it stays for posterity oh yeah I still, well, no, nah. <laughs> but yeah, like it's, I, I think, I think also another uh, idea was to like have them play in Florida and Texas and Arizona or in Southern mm-hmm. California too, which I think is a better idea, even though Florida is one of like, is now like the new epicenter of the fucking virus. Cause they're all fucking dumb down there. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I was actually just unrelated and this is just something I want to throw out there. Um, you know, your opinion, whoever's opinion. Do you think people in, in Florida pay, pay higher insurance rates because of the pure insanity of that state? Like, if I was to move to Florida tomorrow, would my right. life insurance cost me more money because all I please in fucking Florida? <laughs> weird shit happens there all the time. Rent, rent goes down, insurance goes up. That's what that's like, what I'm thinking. Like, is that how it, is that how it works? And I'm a little curious about that. So I think uh, you know there, what. If any insurance agents are listening to this, please let me know and. <laughs> I'll be happy to get the information from you. They're like, you know what? We don't even we don't even insure Florida. Like, what happens down right. there? That happens down there. Yeah, all states like, oh no, 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 no. They are not a <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, But uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit better to have them play a few different places. Um, I think you know, realistically, they could get back to like this season. I think they could do uh, games with no fans. Right. Issue I think they're running into is that you're essentially running out of time. Yeah, you have to have something. Right. Like, and you have to have something in place uh, sooner rather than later. And I don't know if that's going to work. You know, are you going to play seven inning games? You're going to pay 115 seven inning games that you do double headers on and that kind of stuff. Like, you know, I feel like that's when you wind up with like a weird situation where like the Marlins win the World Series. Right. Because they're like, like, hey, we ran into a good streak, and since we're only playing seventy games, a good streak of fifteen games is like huge. If you look at the stats, the Marlins always blow the lead in the eighth inning, not the seventh. So they're gonna go undefeated. They're like, let's do that one. Like all the teams that should be bullpens right now are like, yep, let's end in the seventh. That's a great idea. Fucking Chad Qualls is pumped now. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go to the Hall of Fame now. (laughs) Yeah, all of a sudden he winds up like a full season where the saves like. so I think things like that are going to be weird. I don't think it's a terrible idea to play uh, in places where there are like warmer weather and indoor stadiums. Cause you right. f- really, fuck it, play it till November. Like who cares? Right. I mean, like, and you know, yeah, maybe you increase the roster size for this year. 
you know, like instead of like a 40 man, you do like a, a 60 man. This right. way you can people up there and, you know, I know that like fucks around service time and things like that, but I think these guys really realistically just want to play too, you know? No, yeah, that, yeah, that's the thing. I think, I mean, I don't like the idea of a seven inning game. Like it's not softball. Like if you're going to do that, start everybody out with a one and one count then and, right. you know, just commit to the bit. But, uh, I would like, I I also like, it comes at a weird time because it feels like Manfred's like, all right, maybe I can now implement all my dumb ideas right. that, you know, should make the game more palatable to uh, casual fans, which is mm-hmm. not a great, not a great way. But, I mean, I do like the idea of the DH and the NL because I'm sick and right. tired of oh, watching wow. pitchers hit. It's the worst. Okay. Can I ask how you feel about the... Uh... Home run derby to end extra inning game. Stupid. Just play a fucking game. I thought that I don't, was awesome. I don't. I. I don't. I, for some reason, I don't like it. I. Because I, it's. I. I would prefer if they. If they said, okay, you have two out. Like in, two outs. If you go past the eleventh inning, you have a man start at second base and you have one out. You have to bring like him. The baseball classic. Yeah, exactly. Do that. That's a little bit like. That's a little bit more interesting. Because you could yeah. still use strategy. Home run derby. I mean, what what are they gonna do? Have their fucking like, like their fielding coach just lob over fucking meatballs while? Well, that's that's what I thought was interesting. Like, are you, okay, you're gonna like trust this guy to only throw a fastball, right? Or yeah. or, is, or is the he's team gonna, gonna supply? <laughs> like, there's gonna be one guy who only throws like a hundred miles an hour, and he's just saved for that right. moment. Exactly. Yeah, you're like the Yankees will never use Chapman to close a game again. Right. Actually, Travis gives up some fucking towering home runs. Maybe he wouldn't be the best. Well, if that. they know it's coming, then he can give up home runs. But like, imagine like, okay, so again, I'll, I'll take the Yankees are an right. easy one. Like, so say the Yankees are tied with, you know, the Red Sox after, uh, you know, eleven innings. Like, all right, we're switching to home run derby, right. and like, and Carlos Stanton ties his shoes for the first time all day, and he's like, all right, I'll go, <laughs> no problem. Like, right. you know, like, that to me would be kind of exciting. He's like, I've been I, in the cage since the seventh, just taking some slight hacks, you know, I'm good. Yeah, just, just getting ready and just go, yeah. like, punish a baseball. Or, like, you know, like, Subway Series. You have Pete Alonzo and Aaron Judge. Like, oh, yeah, the two of you guys haven't played at all this whole game. Right. But, you know, now it's time for you to just crush home runs for the next 20 minutes and see. <laughs> but that's more. also a thing. Like, you could run into a problem with, like, what Jock Peterson and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had in the home run derby, where they hit, like, 100 home runs each. And then at the end, Pete Alonso gets by by hitting like ten. Well, oh, yeah. Vlad, Vladdy Junior. Josh Hamilton could... losing the home run derby. Exactly, like, like they could barely pick up a bat. You know, it fucks with them all season. Like, I, right? I think I don't think it's a really sustainable idea. No, uh, I think it's an interesting thing to float more because you know it's like the uh, the episode of The Simpsons that Mark McGuire was on. <laughs> do you guys want to keep asking questions, or do you want to watch me hit some dingers? And everyone's dingers. like, yeah. Hey. That's you know what I mean. Like that's yeah. like, do I really want to watch like a double switch after being in a baseball game for seven and a half hours that I haven't been able to get a beer? You know, three of them. Uh, no, nah, I probably don't want to watch a double switch, but I might want to watch you know Justin Turner crush a couple of them. Like, here's happy. here's how you make baseball fun again. You stop the selling beer in the seventh inning. Just keep selling beer until the end of the fucking game. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, because that's the stupidest thing. It's, it drives me fucking bananas. Yeah. I got stuck. We went to a football game. That was my first football game. Oh, like shit. Two, three years ago. Okay. Uh, you know, but for people listening, I do not care for football. Um, <laughs> give it a shot like every two years. I'm like, maybe this will be the year I get into football. And I'm like, wow, I just really don't like this. Um, if you ha- so if I- you didn't buy into football when you're younger, you're never going to buy into it as an older person. And I think one of the things I had was that I loved The Simpsons so much that when football was on and it would interrupt The Simpsons past my bedtime, I was like, this is the stupidest sport in the world. <laughs> Those are far more important than the Jets. Even <laughs> um, so that's, I think, my the root of my football issue. But, uh, yeah, I went to my first football game uh, a couple years ago. And it uh, wasn't bad. Like, I drank a bunch of beers in the parking lot. It was, like, fun. Everybody hung out. But then, like, so they stopped serving. I got halftime. Yeah, and that life stadium is weird. Yeah, so it was like a Giants game. So they stopped serving at like halftime, and then they were like out of food. Like we went to like three different vendors, and the guy was like, oh yeah, we don't have any hot dogs left. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Like I waited online for this, and like, you know, uh, my wife was looking for like a Philly cheesesteak, and they were like, oh yeah, we have it, but we just don't have like any of like the cheese sauce left, so you can't have it. 
I was like, this is the dumbest shit in the world. Like, it's so... Yeah. Um, you know, I think... Uh, I understand why they do it and safety first and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, maybe if you, like, promise them when you come in that you're not going to drive, you can have... Like, <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. Like, when they're building these new stadiums, like, you want... Like, public transportation is, like, really out. Like, Yankee Stadium, it's right out in front. And I think it's easier to use a train to get to Yankee Stadium than it is to drive there. I think it's easier to use a train to get to the city field. Too. Exactly, like it just right out in front. The problem yeah. with, I mean, the problem with like MetLife Stadium is that you have to take like Jersey Transit, and that's a nightmare. Oh, yeah. So, but like, yeah, like a bus. Yeah. You went with like a whole bunch of people. You like honestly, they should do like like party bands. It's like I'm in a bus, so keep serving, pal. Right. Yeah. That would be that would work for me. Um. But yeah, I mean. You know, I I get why they do it. it yeah, is it is, it is um, for our safety, <laughs> right? Like they have our best interest <laughs> yeah. in heart, at heart, which is, is is nice of them. You know, I mean, we're paying enough to be there, so. I like what they used to do at uh, Shea Stadium. Is that like after the seventh inning, everything went like half price because they got to get rid of everything. Yeah. So like it was just sodas and like hot dogs and corn dogs. We'd be like, all right, you could have three of these for like six bucks. Just get it well, out of here. Shea Stadium in. Uh, in like 2008, I mean, beyond the other issues that were going on, uh, was a free for all. Yeah, you it could was, do whatever you wanted. It, it was uh, literally whatever you wanted to do. It didn't matter. It was incredible. It was like um, international waters. <laughs> Just go yeah, nuts. It was shocking. Like you, like oh, like uh, oh, game's boring. Yeah, I'm just gonna stroll upstairs and smoke a cigarette inside because who's gonna yell at the stadium? It's and there's a security guard up there going like it's fucking crazy. Mets. <laughs> yeah, you know, you go watch Iron Highway, have a couple runs and. Uh, uh. Um, it was it was very fun to go there though. They were like, oh, "How old are you?" I'm like, uh, 20 I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Guess you could have a beer. I'm like, "Yeah, I could be a beer." Like, you know, like yeah. The, um, I yeah. I miss that shithole, but it was a shithole. I miss it too. I like it a lot. Yeah. I mean, I wound up going now again because I live right off the seven train. So like, I wound up going to a lot more Mets games now. Plus, uh, you know, my wife is a Mets fan, um, so. She gets, like, good tickets from work, so we've gone there. Uh, so I wound up going to a lot more, because it's also, like, you know, realistically, we could be, like, on a Thursday night, a 7 o'clock game. Right. Like, ah, oh, 30, good tickets, you know, it's not too expensive, and we'll just, we'll go over there. Um, so you do stuff like that, whereas the Yankee Stadium's a little tougher, and it's always expensive. Yeah. And plus, you don't, I, I've always never felt welcome in Yankee Stadium. Like, it always feels like you're drinking in a museum, or you're drinking, in, like, in a mall. It's just like, yeah. I don't, I don't dig this. I like the uh, the the vibe of St. Louis, that giant like thing oh, yeah. where you can like hang out all night and during the day. Like that was that was really cool. That second floor bar where you could just like walk in for like free and just watch a full game right there. That was awesome. Yeah, you could the balcony and see the whole game. I still I still can't believe our fucking luck on that first day we were there. So in uh, last June, Mike and I we we've always been talking about going to like see a different stadium in St. Louis. Is we respect that franchise so much and that we're like. You know, let's just go. Let's check it out. I found a cheap-ass hotel, which is cheap as fuck. I don't even think they came and cleaned our room at all. No. <laughs> that entire time. But then again, we were just drinking beers the entire time we were there, since we landed the plane. That, yeah, that, we drank a lot of beers. Uh, a lot. I mean, I, we went to the land of Budweiser. And That's... I had to be done, you know? Well, I, apo- I apologize to one of our Uber drivers, because I was so drunk, I, I accidentally texted him two seconds after I called him. <laughs> it's like... Like they go, oh, he's on your way, and I go, where are you? And I'm like, oh no, I'm sorry, I just did the, we just did the tour. Oh, I apologize. Yeah, my, my apologies. We did the twelve o'clock uh, beer shot thing. And yeah. Me. Yeah. But yeah, so we we went to St. Louis, and then on the first day, we're like, all right, let's just hang out, grab some beers, grab some food, see what's up, and then we go to the the baseball village. Fucking. We, and then we start walking around, and some guy goes, oh, I got tickets, $10 each, $10 each. And we're like, okay, give us t-. And then you threaten the guy. The guy had a crutch, and you're like, yo, if this comes up false, I'm coming back. <laughs> that's because that's he went to the Budweiser Brewery like for hours beforehand. You <laughs> right. no pain. <laughs> so we get in, and then the, we we click, and the, the tickets are green. We go in, and we're like, uh, hey, we've, we've never been here before. Uh, where are our seats? So like, Ah, first base side. Just go all the way down. You're, you'll be good. And we we're right on the fucking field. Yeah, like literally on the field. It was awesome. And it was great that we went to that game because the game that we actually had tickets to, 
was got rained out because there was a like a statewide storm that like wiped everything out. But you did you did drink like seven margaritas. I did. They got me fucked up. <laughs> I didn't think there were gonna be anything special, but it was apparently just tequila and ice in there. Yeah. You really you got you got after it that day, man. It was fun. <laughs> it was a good time. It's a wild city. A wild city. Well, at least Either four right blocks now. of it. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't make it much further than that. Yeah. But I recommend those four blocks of St. Louis. Oh man. Yeah, we were gonna try this I think the it was a wild uh, idea, but like the Field of Dreams game we were gonna try getting to. Yeah. That that's like those tickets are gone immediately and like I obviously they're not gonna do it this year. Although yeah. I've been to Iowa. Okay. Uh yeah, you I mean it's inherently socially distanced. Okay. You know, there's like nothing there. Right. Um <laughs> it was wild. Uh forget what town i was in in iowa but yeah i went for a bachelor party of all things um <laughs> and it was really fun uh they have two casinos in one town oh shit yeah so it's like a mini las vegas in you know the midwest um but yeah conceivably they could have had a game there because i don't think anybody would even know it was going from. um yeah because i was listen, i was looking up like stadiums and like what their like drinking atmosphere is like apparently like pittsburgh is wild like you just go like really? You get by the bridges or whatever, it's just not like there's bars everywhere. Game. Yeah, because that, that was one of the things. Like, what what place like is cool to have? Like, because apparently Milwaukee is just like out in the middle of nowhere. Like mm. Colorado is like in a town, but like you know, it's still the surrounding area. Right. You want like a cool. You want like a baseball village. That's exactly. Like, yeah, you want a little little fun. You need like stuff to do, and that's like one of the weird things about. Um, you know, like City Field or Yankee Stadium, is they're just. I mean, City Field, the, the closest thing to it is like a fucking junk deal, like card junker. And also, like, yeah, know, yeah, it's the uh, yeah, because I like I like Yankee Stadium. That is part of the neighborhood. That across the street there is like stuff to go to. Dance. Yeah, and then uh, the fucking but City Field is it's like in its own complex, and yeah, right next to it's like the fucking chop shops, and then like way like a mile and a half down is the hotel everyone stays in called the inn right. uh, the inn or the whatever the whatever the fuck they call it uh but no the pines i think it is and that's when, when i used to work at city field like we would go there and hang out and see terry collins go into his fucking hotel room really it's like terry he, i have a house nearby you think he'd get like an apartment yeah <laughs> well i think it's like before road trips he would go stay there oh, okay get have his little shit and then they, they'd leave that makes sense yeah oh man all right it's about it's about forty-seven minutes in. I don't wow. want to like. I don't want to keep you. I know it's it's a little late and it's a Sunday, so I have uh, nothing to do. <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. <laughs> Let's break down the political climate in this country. All right, <laughs> it's stupid. It's fucked. It's all that. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, it's pure insanity. Um, you know, I mean. I don't want to piss anybody off, but the fact that any human being alive—I'm trying to think of the right way to put this. Hang on. Uh, okay, Clorox had to put out a statement to people not to drink it. Same with Lysol. Lysol had to do the same. Yeah. yeah. Because of something that the president of the United States said out loud. Yep. That sums everything up right there. You could pinpoint to a million stories, but that to me is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And I've heard some like crazy shit from people, but that was up there. That was, was one, of the, one of the nuttier fucking things. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I thought just not drinking disinfectant was like a standard, like you didn't have to be. There's a reason there's a poison control number on the side of the bottle. <laughs> and it says do not ingest. Yeah. Like all over it. Yeah. It's, it's funny because I, I feel like, like cartoonish wise, like I feel like people are like, they're like chugging vodka or whatever. Like, oh, you know, it's, it's alcohol. And then they stop, like when he says that, it's like, they just stop comically and like, huh? Oh, we could drink something else. It's like, ooh. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I I've, I've gone thirty some odd years without drinking disinfectant. Why right. not try? You know what? Well, it's like the time I, I batted lead off for our softball team. <laughs> for one a game where I didn't bat lead off, so as well but, give it a shot. Like, it's all the, it's all the reasons I needed. And we also lost that game. Yeah. So. Well, we weren't a very good team. <laughs> one year we were. Yeah. Okay, Sandy year we were a good team. Ah. Uh-huh. That's that was the funny thing because that's like, 
what I was kind of like relating like baseball season two. It's like we came back after Hurricane Sandy like the day before our last game was on Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah. And what's crazy is we lost that game by one and we didn't go out drinking after. Really? Yeah, no one went out. Weird. Right? I felt that's where the team died. Yeah. Well, that was like our... We had one more season after that? We had three more, I think. We Jesus had Christ. one more in Rockville Center. Then we tried the uh, the ABA League, which when I, that's when I stopped running the team. Right, right, right. Where? <laughs> it was worth it. We were a fun bunch. I think I had a lot of fun. I, I had a... It was a really good time. It just... We weren't very good. I don't know. Hey, you know we can't all be we can't all be winners. Yeah. Plus, all the teams that like were super good, they looked like they didn't have any fun. Yeah. And my, I was there. It's it's softball. True. But have fun. You know yeah. that's. If we were any good at it, we wouldn't be playing softball. Exactly. We'd be. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> be discussing you know a hotel in Arizona we can stay at that uh, right. allows the side of a bubble and play baseball. We'd be trying out for Team Ireland. For the World Baseball hey, Classic, that's, that's still a thing. It's still I an option. They didn't get any better. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Mike, we've come to the end of this podcast. Uh, you know, I do appreciate you coming on. Uh, you know, like I said before, it's you know, it may not be a deep conversation, but it's good to get the wheels going. It's good to have Definitely. a little, little bit of fun. Like, uh, I know you've been, you've been home, you've been working, you've been with your wife. Also, congratulations. Uh, Almost, well, you're getting close to a year now. Get, yeah. Got six, just, six months. Yeah. Got half a year. Yeah. So That's right. congratulations Thank on that. Thank you so much. Uh, it was a wild wedding. It kind of makes me regret the wedding that I'm going to in October this year all by myself. <laughs> Wait, did you, you didn't get invited to that, right? <gasps> we'll talk about that. Okay. All okay. <laughs> like, put it on blast right now. <laughs> We'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. <All right>. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, like how we ended, uh, our, our 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 tradition of ending this show, our our three episode long tradition of you pick uh, the final song. You tell us if it's a song with a reason, song just because it's a ba- a fucking banger, or you know just because you want to like promote yourself. So anything you want to do. Okay. Um, so obviously, you know, inclination is to promote myself, but I'm going to skip that actually. And I'm going to go with a little bit of a nostalgia pick. Okay. All right. So I am going to do, um, excuse me. I'm going to do Rosalita by Bruce Springsteen. Oh shit. Uh, it's a big, you know, you and I saw Springsteen quite a bit and uh, he's one of my all time favorites. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I go out with. All right. That's, that's a fucking jam right there. That's a... (laughs) <laughs> all right so like i said mike thank you so much for doing this i know it's a weird it's a very weird uh kind of environment it gets weirder when you're here in person because then we can't sure. really hide the awkwardness <laughs> as i'm doing such a cool job right now uh <laughs> so uh they could find do you want to give away they can find you on social media or yeah oh uh, yeah absolutely so um you know my personal one is uh i don't really do um facebook or twitter or anything like that but uh, I've got a personal Instagram at uh, FlannyPack. And uh, for the uh, the band, it's uh, Controlled Substance HC uh, at either at Bandcamp.com, uh, Controlled Substance on Spotify, or uh, Controlled Substance HC on Instagram, too. We'll have new shows. And when uh, in the event that shows are ever allowed to happen again, uh, they'll be posted there. And uh, also some new songs and stuff like that we're working on. So And merch. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Okay, uh, like always, you can find me at Movie Man Pod on Twitter, Movie Man Podcast on Instagram. Uh, I think I have a letterbox, but no one really checks that shit anyway. So, you could uh, uh, email me if you don't email, so don't worry about it. It's, uh, so that's that, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.
mama she don't like me Cause I play in a rock and roll band Back on this, and it will all seem fun.